Hello and welcome back to episode 8 of Matt Chaps and a huge episode is because the great man's Matt Verizer. Mate, I feel this is more like fourth time, is it? Fourth or fifth time in the eight episodes? I'd say fourth, I reckon. Fourth, all right. Fourth, halfway. We'll go four. It's good. It's we'll good. go four. Yep. Um, great to have you back. How's things been? Oh, how long was it since I last on the episode? I think probably pretty, two or three episodes ago. Pretty good. Eagles qualify finals finally in there. Collingwood are in there as well, the mate. Riser in, Riser, get excited. Get around it. Uh, good times ahead. Uh, let's start off by talking a little bit about the footy. Yep. Um, looks like uh, Port Adelaide and Brisbane, they both broke a home qualifying final, which is huge for them. Yeah, now I want to ask you for your thoughts. I'm still not sold on actually either team. I don't think. I don't. I think Geelong and Richmond are ahead of them in favouritism, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I don't know how. I still don't know how to pick Port. That they, they, one time I don't know how to pick the uh, Lions. I feel like which is a bit frank for them. I think they peaked too early. Maybe in maybe. the Lions' case, I think that they. Yeah, I think that they. I think we we probably we because we keep saying we just don't think Port are the real deal. We have got to give them a bit of credit now. Yeah, they have. They've 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 what top spot, and this weekend will be the telling factor. If obviously if they lose, then they will potentially lose to Brisbane, but yep. if they win, they've got top spot against the Pies. Um, one thing, because you're, you're a West Coast fan. Massive West Coast fan, um, of course. Obviously, it's been revealed that if you get an elimination final at home, you'll get to play at Optus. Yeah. If you get a home prelim, you won't get to play at Optus. No. So, would you prefer to finish fourth or fifth now? That's the thing that I'm curious about too, because I'm trying to work out in my head, because I know I think certain finals you get here as well. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. Oh, well, oh I think. Oh, I don't know. It's I hard. Really don't know. Yeah, it's a good question that one. But I think that we so we get the qualifying final here, and I'm sure that the players probably want to play in front of thirty thousand packed out fans at Optus Stadium. Yeah, well, you won't get top two now, will you? So you'd only get an away qualifier. Yeah. And a home elimination. Here's the thing, though. If we get a away qualifier, there's a strong chance we could finish. So if we get Qualifying final, we probably finish about fourth. I can't mm. see I can't see both Geelong and Tigers dropping a game this weekend. Yeah, neither can I. But just but hypothetically, just hypothetically, I can, if they if we do finish fourth or even third, but I'd say fourth, and we face Port potentially on top of the ladder, then Port and Eagles have good have a good rivalry at Adelaide Oval, and the Eagles have never lost at Adelaide Oval before. It's very true. That's very true. They've got a very good record. Ten of twelve wins there. If I was West Coast, I'd still want to finish top four. Yeah, I think at least you got the double chance. And then at least if you do win that first qualifying final, straight to a prelim, where a home prelim as well. Um, good. Now there's three teams up for grabs to get that eighth spot by the looks of it. Yes, Giants, Saints, and of course the Dogs. Giants, Saints, Dogs, and Melbourne. Melbourne. So yes. still a chance the Saints could fall out potentially. Yeah. So it could have two changes inside that eight. Be real. No one deserves an eight spot, I'm being real. I think the Dogs overall deserve it the most. Like I think do- GWS and finish. Melbourne really don't des- deserve it. The Dogs, though, probably deserve seventh more than eighth. Yeah. And I yeah. think that um, if I'm if I'm looking at Melbourne had their chances. They lost to Sydney and Fremantle. Then you had um, the, the Giants, who are really consistent. So inconsistent, but Melbourne did beat them on the weekend. Yeah. Still, Melbourne are just... I, if they, look, I just don't... The Dogs deserve to be there out of the teams that are, can still make, in my opinion. St Kilda deserve to hold their spot, I think. If you looked at this way, though, the basically on the weekend, Melbourne versus Giants, it's a good game. Well, the two, if you put it line through inconsistent in 2020, those two <laughs> yeah. would be underneath that line. Yeah, exactly. I think the Dockers deserve it more than GWS and Melbourne. Well, and they're going behind. Frio on the weekend, I thought, 
I was actually kind of, I was kind of hoping, even as an Eagles fan, I was kind of hoping to see the Dogs get upset by the Hawks because I actually was kind of hoping to it see. Would have made it, even if it didn't happen, it would have been a good build up in the week for the Frio fans. It would have been epic. Like I actually think Frio had a very impressive year, and Frio fans, twenty twenty one, you'll be in finals. I'm picking it now. You'll Surely. be in, you'll be in finals next year. I think Lomu was done a phenomenal job. Get a couple of more extra players. From back, I can back home. I reckon it'll be this year. Will be a year where a couple of players only come back during because of the coronavirus. I could yeah. see it happening and getting out of Melbourne because after the season's done, um, get them back home. And I think you guys could look into a very good team. We'll talk of a few uh, pies on the way out, Bryzer, because obviously we got a few salary cap issues. Um, talk of Tom Phillips do- coming to the Dockers. So. Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. So obviously, um, he hasn't had the greatest. He's been okay. Yeah, yeah. Has his moments up and down, and obviously, Longmuir would know him from his time at Collingwood. So I wouldn't be surprised if he did end up here. That can be a good pickup. Like it was similar to Aish last year. Obviously, very, coming across much so. from the Pies. Um, Collingwood. Why have they got so many issues suddenly? Yeah, oh, we have for a couple of years. It's just a just lot of a lot good of players and player. okay. more and more and um, Degoy obviously the priorities. Yep, yeah. Um, talk of Stevenson potentially being on the out. I heard Steven- Stevenson as well, which would be a big out. I don't for the think players. that's. I did also hear a rumor, mate. Um, last a couple of weeks ago, if you've heard this one, mm. um, you know how John Noble's father at the Lions. Mm. I did hear Noble potentially going to the Brisbane Lions as really? well to join his father there. That would be a shock, in my opinion. Yes, it would be a bit of a shock. Um, Stevenson, I think he's been a bit... You remember he did have glandular fever at the start, which I've never had it. No. But from all reports, what I've read about, apparently that can linger for a whole season. Yeah, glandular... And he had had, had heart problems as well. Yep. So, I still think he's in our best side. If we get to an elimination file, I'll be bringing him in. Of course he um, he's, he's, he's like a little Eddie Betts type player. He is. Um, I would be holding on to him personally, but it, I guess if the right offer came, I mean, look, if you got a, if Jeremy Cameron went out and they we had to get Stenson to get him, I'd do it. But yeah. he, he, overall, I'd prefer to keep Stenson. Another one, Brody Majacek, because he's still on a rookie contract. Is he actually? Did you not know that? He's <laughs> still on a rookie what? contract. That is cheeky. Love because it. obviously... Money issues, and obviously he's just looking to play. the The, the manager has said he needs more money now, or he's gone, which is fair enough. Yeah. Yep. Um. So hopefully we can keep him. I wouldn't want to lose my check. He's quite a dangerous footballer. Well, he's dangerous. He's a dangerous forward, dangerous defender. Can do whatever ever needed. Swing man. So hopefully we hold on to him. Um. And it appears that Aiden Cores not wanting to leave GWS and has nominated North Melbourne. I've heard that. I mean, if North can get that, um, it'd be a good get. I also want to bring up this. Have you seen, oh, very sure, obviously North's coach, he looks like a broken man at the moment. Yeah, it's not side. working, is it? He, he looks very, just shattered. He looks absolutely shattered with how he's thought. Because they've gone from being start of the year, yeah, they, they had a bit of an easy start to the year. But well, they, not a St Kilda and GWS. That's what I mean. Everyone was like, because like, everyone thought, here they go. Yes, they had a really good start to the year, not an easy start, so a really good start to the year. And then they obviously just went downhill from there. And I just, I just don't know because North were top two at one point. I mean, sadly, they had that top first two games or top two, mm. and then since then they've only won one game. Crazy stuff. Crazy isn't stuff, it? isn't it? Unbelievable. But one one person I want to mention on the flip side that I'm quite happy for because he's copped it all year. Matthew Nix, three in a row for the oh, Crows. Mate, should be going this week. This weekend. The Crows are favourites. <laughs> they can win. They're the, the, the September specialists. Mate, they're undefeated in September. Unbelievable. They could, they're facing, and then they're facing the Tigers, and it's basically a grand final rematch from two and a half years ago. 
or three years ago from the week that would be the grand final. I mean... Or prelim final weekend. <laughs> can Adelaide get payback? I highly doubt it. Um, but they've been playing good footy the last three weeks of Crows. They've been phenomenal. And this weekend, though, if not... So basically what's going to happen is this. North and the Crows are fighting for one spoon. Yeah, North can still win it. North can now win the wooden spoon. All the Crows need to do is win or have the margin about... I think it's, I think it's 40 points. I think the margin needs to be different. Yeah, there's a bit of percentage to make up. Yeah. So, uh, and the Crows could avoid their first ever wooden spoon if they um, win this weekend. Potentially. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention. So, obviously, Bryce Gibbs played his last game on the weekend. You would have yes. seen the Carlton players carrying him off. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a nice tester. So did I. Oh, Caroline Wilson yeah, I was waiting for that. Appears, night. appears to think that it's not, and so is Kane Coles. You bunch of arrogant flogs. And Hutchie as well. Did it, I thought he was on board with it originally. Oh, I, I've heard... There's two different media things that I've heard. One thing says he's not, one thing says he was. Lloydie obviously defended him saying how good it was, but yeah, yeah Hutt, that's the real point of this. Caroline Wilson last night just needs to learn where to shut her mouth. Kane comes on, you know, they need to be ruthless. How about you go fuck yourself, Kane? No one cares about your opinion because you're a flog. Yeah. Now, uh, I do have to say, though, about Kane Corns and Caroline Wilson. A couple of weeks ago. Now, I don't know if you remember this, mate, but uh, no, I think Caroline Wilson just has no idea about it. The AFL right now are trying to save money. Yes. I think I said this in the last podcast. $500 million loan they've got from the, from the banks yeah. to try and bail some of these teams out. Now, I've got a little insight that the fact that... so. Um, West Coast next year, so early start of next year potentially, depending on how much money Frio have got left, could be banking Frio's money as well. Yeah. Could be paying, for, um, Eagles people could be paying for some of the Frio's salary as well, mm-hmm. just to make sure the WA teams stay not owned by the AFL because the owners aren't owned. North Melbourne are going to come here to play Frio and West Coast in the last two rounds and make almost 1.5 mil. Yeah. They're going to lose 2.5 mil just from Tasmania alone. Make some money back, and then all these clubs are like, no, we can't do that, can't do that. Caroline Wilson should look for solutions. But instead, she goes ahead and says, oh, good in the AFL for not doing it. We need money in these clubs, Caroline. Yeah. I get that it was hard to do. I get that. But the thing is, you should be saying, you should be the optimist saying, oh, it's a shame that North Melbourne can't do it. Not just saying North Melbourne straight away of how much... Just, oh. North need the money. <laughs> they need the money in those clubs. Like, I think overall, was it the AFL would have been happy to do I think the main reason was the quarantine period yeah, again. it was. It was. Unfortunately. But I understand that. But it's just the fact that, like, she says, oh, good good on the AFL for not um, bowing down the pressure from North and West Coast. Even though North need a bit of money in that club to bank them through, and the Eagles and Free are prepared to offer them a bit of sum to come over here and play their final couple of games in front of their home fans, in, or other home fans here, in, or their home away from home in Perth, because they've got their... One of the largest fan bases in WA. Exactly. And say clubs. Um, Brownlow Medal, obviously, Lockie Neal, there was a rumour he might have got suspended for a tackle he laid. He got suspended for that. Yeah, it would have been terrible. Absolute joke. Like, Um, come on. Are you you still thinking Lockie Neal's the favourite? I think he's the favourite. I I think a few of the Lions players might still vote off him. I think he's slowed down a little bit. I don't rule out... Don't who's second on the line betting? Who's who's actually who is on the line of betting? All I heard is Lockie Newell year. Travis Travis Boak, I think. Don't right that Boak. I think Boak's a good chance. I think um I think Taylor Adams will poll well. Yeah 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 he will poll all right. Petrarca will poll well. I don't think he will poll as well as they say will because they've won a heap of games. Yep. It's going to be interesting. I think someone a surprise packet who might poll all right. Mm. Sam Menengola. 
I think. Yep, I agree with you there, 100%. So, I think he could be a very big surprise. I actually think he's the best season in danger. Oh, definitely. I think that's the that's the key to John's success this year. Not, they're not relying on Danger, Selwood, and Ablett. A lot of the other guys are stepping up. I mean, Danger and Danger still played a great year, oh, fuck, but he's um yeah. he's had a, a lot of help, he's which a, is great. And the thing is, though, they've 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 played different styles since obviously Kelly was traded off to the Eagles last year. They've they haven't just relied on all those stars. And another thing is as well that because obviously Fords don't get recognised at Brownlows. Really, Tom Hawkins should be in the conversation for the season that he's had. Yeah. Now, do I bring up with Tom Hawkins? You know my thoughts on Tom Hawkins in the past. Mm. Not just him, though. It's not blaming mm. him, but he was one of the examples I've got for you. People who are snapping instead of having set shots. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I'm over it. Yeah, it's a joke. These players need to fucking pull their heads in. I don't give a shit if you're Tom Hawkins... You think you're a star power? Fuck. Learn, go back, have a set shot. Tabiner on the weekend. Kicks the ball as straight as a dime. Straight through yeah. the goalpost. Two seconds later, gets another clunks a mark. Goes and has a snap. <laughs> Why? It's, it's dumb fuckery. The stupid thing is as well, is that like, obviously we want you to hit your goal, but at least if you go back and have the shot, at least you've burned 30 seconds off the clock. Even if you do miss it, and it gives you, at least then it gives you a chance for your forwards to man up and stuff and set up defensive walls, all that sort of stuff, if you're going back out of the shot, not taking a mark and snapping, unless you're 100% sure you're going to kick that goal. Now, if if they get the goal, I've got no problem, but they need to go back and have a little think. I understand on the, when they're going for like a banana yeah, on the yeah. side or snap around the corner. Okay, but not straight in front of goal when... A drop punt. The AFL standard kick is a drop punt. Yeah. Kick through the ball. It's like, it's not hard. Just I need to get you down to a few clubs, browser. Oh, mate, I think I need to give them a few kicking practice tips and stuff like that. Like, it just, I just don't get it. It just does my head in. Like, there's games. On the weekend, this is the prime example. So, one of the examples, Tom Hawke has a chance to put them back to 10 points Yeah. on the weekend. Shanks it, goes goes that. down yeah, to the yep. other side, and, and Richmond kick a goal. Tom Hawkins being a bit arrogant there. Tigers go and just run and kick a goal. The only thing I'll give Tom Hawkins a little bit of lee, oh, the slightest bit mm. is because when you're out on the ground, he knows it's late last week. Wouldn't know maybe how long was left him on. I need to kick this quickly and get back to the middle. That, uh, that'd be the only. Might, he might have done that. The thing was, it's still like he still got. It's the the that's where the runners should be having the signs up. Yeah. To Tom saying. Like this, it's not just his fault. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the team's fault. The runners should be having a sign. You know how they've got the four-minute clock sign thing on their yeah, little yeah. Pla- placard things? They should be having those up. It's not hard people. And then, you, then he could have gone back, set shot. Then I bet you Geelong would have been on. Geelong could have, I reckon, I reckon Danger would go out the rut. He put Danger in the middle and then bang, another goal. And it got, they would have been on if he kicked that goal. I agree. Um, let's jump into a bit of cricket now, Bryzer. You, mate. Um, obviously, Australia going down in the T20 Series 2-1. Um, and now level in the one-day series at one all. They haven't, too, they haven't been too bad, because I actually thought, I'll be worried about Australia, because they haven't played in a long time. They haven't time. played for a long so time. I was so I was a bit questionable about I'm willing to give them a bit of leniency. Mm. Um, obviously, I haven't seen too much change inside. Steve Smith hasn't played the first two one-days. He got hit in training. I do. Um, I think it was a concussion, because he got cleared, but didn't play the second one. I believe he'll play this one. Yep, okay. Obviously, no <coughs> fans attending in these games. Yeah, no fans there, but... um. England been pretty good. One person I want to mention from the England side because I just don't understand how this bloke continues to get a game. Moeen Ali bowls these off spinners that don't turn, doesn't make any runs, and they just keep picking him. I remember 
two, three years ago played in the Nashes and got demoralised with the Australians. I'm like, oh, we'll never see Moe and Ali again. No, we will because we'll just keep picking it. What? Why? I, like, do, I, I do agree with you. I don't he's, understand. He's, he's not a um, not him. One guy on the flip side of Moe and Ali that I've been really impressed with, Adil Rashid, their leg spinner. And I want to know why that guy's not in the test side. Maybe, maybe he doesn't play test. Maybe he's retired from test. I don't know. But he should be playing test he, cricket. Has he played test before? He's played a couple. I'll have a look at the stats really quickly. But he's he's um been very impressive. He has a good wronging, has a good leg spinner, good stock ball. And I just think he's a, an extremely dangerous cricketer that could uh, be even more dangerous in the whites of test cricket, Briser. Okay, what's the stats, mate? I'm just having a quick look here as uh, Dil Rashid on ESPN Crick Info. He is 32, so maybe retired from Tesla. Oh, you bet. Cricket's... Like, yeah. You age-less in cricket. You could be... I mean, like, 2020, for example, we would be 46 and still playing. Brad Hogg. So, um, he's played 19 Test matches. Best innings performance of 5 for 49. Not bad. Not bad. He's taken 60 wickets in that 19 matches. Not too bad stats. I, unless he has retired... Maybe I'll just look it up. Adil Rashid retired from Test cricket because I, I just, I really think he's capable of causing some damage in the longer format, Brother. Now, obviously, the cricket at the moment, though, Australia and England are putting on quite a good show spectacle at the moment. Just good. Yeah, it's uh, good to at least have some sort of cricket on. Cricket on because, especially for those um, people over in Victoria obviously unfortunately they're still in lockdown so at least they've got the footy and cricket unlike first time we went to lockdown we had nothing No, we had no there's nothing, nothing to watch at least you could, they can actually sit there and watch something here we go so just having a look here I've looked up at Dil Rashid test retirement um, doesn't seem to be too much Dil Rashid if I don't get a test deal I need to decide what to do next so it seems like he's still willing to play test cricket um, look I really think that he is a extremely capable with the way he bowls leg spin that I'd be looking at getting him uh, back in there, Bryza. I think, especially when Ali's still in there, I think anyone can get a game. Well, Ali, I don't know when Ali played his last test. Yeah. But um, they, they always just go with these off-spinners. you got this young Adil, oh, he's see, two Adil Rashid, and he's, got, he's, got, a, right. he's got a bag of tricks, Bryza. Oh, yeah, I agree with you, mate. I think, think that they got to make the change shortly, especially for England's leg spin off-spin combinations they yeah. have over there. Now, US Open just came to an end. It's Don- Dominic team yeah. winning the US Open in the men's. I mean... What are your thoughts on that? Well, is 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 this going to be a US Open for a starter which will always be an asterisk next to it? I mean, sort of. You still have to commend, obviously, yeah. the win and obviously um, Naomi Osaka from the women's winning as well. I mean, uh, obviously... No, I'm, talking, I'm not talking about the um, fact that those real stars were over there. I'm talking about the fact that Djokovic gets bundled out for no very good reason. <sighs> We're not even the biggest Djokovic fans, but like, I can't come stand on. Him, but that's just like soft. You, even you said and went, that's a joke. Like, yeah, you <sighs> showed me the footage and I was like, oh yeah, just Djokovic done now. The next thing you show, I was like, oh, he did absolutely nothing. Like, poor woman who got hit, obviously. I mean, he straight away ran over. It's not like you like. <laughs> all he did was hit. All he did was hit the ball back. And I, like, know, I, mean, I know. There's no ball. Was there any ball kids there this year? I don't think there was. Was there? Um, I think that there must have been in some. I don't know. I'm not too sure. I didn't. I didn't. Obviously, it's not on free to air, so I didn't get to watch a heap of it. Actually, what SBS broadcast this? Year. Oh, they did. They I thought they did a couple of years ago. It. They it's weird. Weird. They broadcast little bits of it. Yeah, they broadcast um between twelve and four in the morning. Nice. Yep. My after, favorite time after the tour, the France. They were broadcasting. It's like a sports doubleheader. It's exciting times it to be was, an SBS fan. It was, mate. Just a broadcasting service. They were special. <laughs> Is that what it stands for? Yeah, special broadcasting service. Wow, we. Because exciting. they have um different, obviously different sort of shows. They have 
um, world shows and all that. A bit different. Now, Bryza, what we're going to talk about now, I'm going to play you a little bit of audio and uh, we'll have a chat about it because I like, I like talking about this, this fella. Before we talk about Bryza, Tim O'Matic, what are your thoughts on him? I, th- I think he's a, um, I think he's a very good guy. I think he, um, he obviously won, got talent years ago. I don't, I think he might have came top three. I feel like I'm not, oh, not one. Okay, it, but he still, he had his big hits. Obviously, parachute. Um... <laughs> Set it off. In- Set it off. Incredible. If looks could kill. Actually, that's actually your fourth pretty big song. Waterfalls. Before we changed it to Margie, no one knew who he was. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, to Amatic, though, if you're listening, mate, well, uh, big, uh, Matt's a big fan, and he and he wants you to play at the Apple Grand, yeah, Grand Final. Yeah, like the page already. Go and check it out. 2028. Go check it out. to play live there at the Grand Final entertainment. Fingers crossed. Like, why not? I think it'd be a great spectacle. Yes. Personally. Um, now, what's your favourite Tim O'Matic song, personally, overall? Um, overall? Oh, I mean, they're all pretty good, but I've got to say, I think the old classic Parachute would Parachute? A lot of people like Parachute. Set it off pretty good, too. You don't mind the new one, Wait in Vain? I always like Wait in Vain. It's, it's a bit of a chilled... Like, you... A bit of a different vibe from Young Tim. It's like a bit of a chilled vibe. I like it. I like that one. It's good. That's good. Now, exciting times, rather, because you have a show called Sunday Sessions. I do every Sunday afternoon from 4 p.m. New start time on Boom. Um, uh, messed down last week. Cool to Fanta. Absolutely. Exactly. Now, if you want me to say it honestly, they set it off. They oh. had to get a parachute to bring them down. Exactly. That's too manic would say. So, first of all, your honest opinion. What were your thoughts on our performance? Last week, Cool to Fanta. Yes. Um, you can be honest. I you can be was, up front. It was, it was amazing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Look, it was better than you thought it'd be. Is that a fair? Oh, it was a lot better than you thought it would be, but but it was just I love the pots and pans being brought in the studio. Yeah. Never been being used. Tambourine, the um, Gooch on tambourines was phenomenal. Um, Sean, not even speaking a single word in the interview, was amazing. So are you, will, <laughs> are you at least willing to accept now that we are legitimate? It wasn't a lie. It wasn't fake. We are legitimate. I, I I believe it now. I saw it and I believed it. I know I, I know a couple of people that were watching us for live believe it as well now. That we are real legitimate yep, Jackie dad. Kiara obviously sitting in the studio watching it as well, and I thought it was phenomenal. I'm glad that you're finally on board and you've seen the light. I'm going to play a bit of audio it's now. Be compared though between you and Isaac and the Vegemite Scrolls. Isaac and the Vegemite Scrolls, um, another band that performs Sunday Session. We're looking at combining for something soon. We have been you in actually. Oh no. We have been in discussions. Oh no. We and have been in can discussions. Can I have the first play on Sunday Sessions? Poten- oh, of course. Oh, uh, not even potentially. Um, now, so you are willing to admit right here on the podcast that you finally believe that Cordial Fanta is a real legitimate band. I believe you guys are a real illegitimate, illegitimate band. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> it's about time you finally realised. Now, brother, I'm going to play you a bit of audio. Have a listen to this. This is a bit from the podcast the other, other week. Okay. Um, between me and Sean, have a listen to this. We've sort of looked at forming a band with him called Cordial to Fanta before. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Cordial to Fanta is the band name. Now, as we know about, before Bryza gets in here, we know about Bryza. Bryza has a show called Sunday Sessions on Boom. Um, basically, it's all sort of acoustic stuff, um, or he gets bands into acoustic covers. Mm-hmm. I think I want to challenge ourselves as a group Cordial Defender who've never performed or know much musically <laughs> <laughs> to 
I want to set ourselves a challenge to fool him by saying that we're a well-respected band and come in here and try and pull off a one-off <laughs> performance that he accepts. Are you willing to try and achieve that goal with me? Definitely, Matt. Definitely. I think I think we can do it. I think we can pull it off. There are a lot of I think there are a lot of semi-famous artists out there who are a lot worse than we are. So if we can uh, just throw something together. I think I uh, I we can go in there no preparation, a couple of instruments, and then just start randomly saying shit, and yeah. he'll be like, "Oh yeah, this is all right." So this, I, is, this is new. This is alternative. And well, we don't even we don't even have to come up with our own song. We could even do a cover. Exactly. Exactly. So. We got him! Did you get me, though? We got him! Did you get me? I mean, <laughs> the, the, the fact that you said no prep, you're in Studio 3 practicing for like an hour. No, oh, it was not now. That was the first time we'd ever practiced it ever. We grown up here. And we were, what do we got to do? <laughs> no, that's not a joke either. We didn't practice at all. Well, I mean, I knew, oh, I knew it was a piss. <laughs> I heard, you, you said we, you thought we were a legitimate band. Illegitimate band. No, legitimate, I heard it. I heard legitimate. Uh, um, look, it was fun. Look, for now, now, now that you can assess this, for a band that did no prep at all, what were your thoughts? I thought you took a bit too seriously. <laughs> We had Maracas! Yeah, even even Isaac Mueller thought you were doing serious. Look. So he's now going to be devastated you're not going to be doing a collab. Because no, well, he was talking about you yesterday. He said, I want to do a collab with Vegemite. Vegemite to Fanta. Coil to Fanta. <laughs> well, I will tell you here first this announcement. It was a piss take. We are now legitimate. We are. We're going all the way. God. All oh. the way, brother. So where you gonna, where's your goal then? Where's your end goal? Australia's got talent. Hmm. I'm going to play you this little bit of audio as well. Oh, that he accepts. Are you willing to try and achieve that goal with me? Sorry, wrong bit of audio. Oh. But um, <laughs> I thought this was getting is more another bit that was on the podcast, a bit that you were on. Okay. I just want you to hear, obviously, what happened, just because the listeners were in case they didn't hear it. It's going to be Fanta Cordial or something like it's called, isn't it? <laughs> it's called, we're called Cordial to Fanta. Oh, Cordial to Fanta, sorry. Yeah, me, Sean, and uh, the mysterious Gucci, we won't yeah. mention the name of yet. Um, we're in a band together. We've been playing together for a while. How long? Oh, probably a couple seven or eight months. You reckon working together? We, we sort of thought of the idea probably a couple of years ago, but actually properly started doing music and stuff. Like yeah, seven, seven or eight, eight months. months. Yeah. We, we consider ourselves sort of an alternative sort of spaghetti western band. Oh, yeah. We, we've, we had spaghetti western on Boom before. Yeah, so spaghetti western. Alternative, though. So we're yeah. a bit of mm. funk and punk, pop, you know. A bit different. We're a bit different. Out there. But we're, we've done a. We've done a. All right. We're, all right. we're ready to release our music. We've worked really hard. Okay. Would you be willing to have us on Sunday sessions? Mate, I've got Isaac coming on next week, so certainly. You can come on Sunday sessions. So we can come on? Yes. Okay, right. we've we'll done it. We, we booked a gig. How, how much do you guys pay for your guest <laughs> coming? Do social media influencers <laughs> count? <laughs> Isaac is a member of Boom Radio, uh, for those who don't know. Maybe get him on the podcast. And, brother, you've got to jump over to the next year, so I'm going to let you run. Oh, yeah, I've got drive. You've got drive. Sorry, guys. See you later. Uh, thanks for that, Bryson. Me and Sean will continue to talk. Sean, we have fucking grabbed that cunt hook line in the He thinks that we've got a serious band going. He has fucking no idea. He had here's no a, idea. Here's a paint hunt. He's trying to, oh, we've actually got you wasted on before. <laughs> <laughs> now, my first question is... <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> oh, do you have anything you want to say first? Well, first of all, Sean, call me a peanut. 
Maybe we can get interviewed. Speaking of fucking interview, you useless flog. <laughs> we'll post that interview on our socials <laughs> later on. You can see what happened. Um, but in all seriousness, though, did you guys? Oh, no, I guess you got me in a, in a sense, but <laughs> you, you guys. Oh, look, I'm gonna ruin Fraser's show. We're gonna ruin it. Still good. Good show. Was good show. Um, I still can't have had you guys on there. I actually thought you did quite well considering you weren't taking it seriously. <laughs> Thank you. Um. But I guess you got me. Come on. In a, in a way. Now, the next thing I want to ask is, has there ever been spaghetti western on boom before? There has been spaghetti western on boom before. What does it mean? Because I thought it was... Because I found out later it was more to do with film spaghetti western. So basically, I don't know what the band's called. It's a, it's a, it was a Rams song. I got it years ago. I think... What was it by? I think it was the Flange of Panties they were called. The Flange of Panties. Mm. Not Flange of Panties. The Flange of Panties. Right. Okay. Well, you're hearing it here first, Bryza. Yeah. Call to your fan and now legitimate. We good, are good. Good. I'll take go. that comment about Sean back because that would be harsh, but <laughs> called me a peanut and soon I'll leave it. He room. did. He did. Wanker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, would you be willing to eventually have us back on at some point? You could be more serious than yes. Oh, we're we're building. Okay. Don't okay. worry about okay. that. Okay. Sean has a lovely voice. Yeah. I just I like the I like the tone of he's not he's gonna see how long he goes without talking. <laughs> Are you, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, interesting. Um, I mean, whose idea was that? Because I'm like, he's having to talk to your ear pop. He just didn't want to say it. He, we know he can see because he's been on before. That's right. The um, he was more like, you know, we said, well, maybe that can be our persona. He just doesn't talk. And then yeah. he got to you asking a question. I'm like, well, we might as well let him talk. And he just thought, oh, I'll just stand here and not talk, lad. Because the idea was just going to be that you'd ask Sean to be like, oh, I'll, I'll take that one. Um... <laughs> you, you, and I asked him directly. Did that always that, that was a backfire then, wasn't it? Uh, for all you guys listening, you will see it on our socials eventually. We did play two songs, um, singing did. and and uh, performing. And who? When did you write your song about them two loving the same girl? Then they they actually wrote that themselves a couple of years ago. Not involved with Cordial Defender at all. They wrote that song. Um, it was just a bit more of a piss taken it developed oh okay so yeah but don't be fooled brother cordial to fanta is now at the pinnacle of being ready to go don't I, you worry about that my i have to believe you okay i believe you now i'm just looking through my emails to find out what this spaghetti western ours was called i still can't find it so right. i'm just gonna leave it there i think because unfortunately i just i just died had this weird name to it flangipani spaghetti western lovers i think it was I think it was the flange of panties. Okay. They were out there. They were cooked. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. And then, and then like, the start of the song was like, oh, 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 oh. It was like really? that. Yeah, it was out there. It were was we, so Were rare. we better? Yes. <laughs> you must have had some rubbish on. Like, huh? there, like there's be, there'd be some good ones, but there must be some absolute trash. Well, on Sunday sessions? Yeah. Well, no, this is actually my breakfast show I had them on last oh, okay. year, uh, year before, and... They were on a phone interview. I said, "How do you? How do you?" This is one questions. How do you get spaghetti western? Spaghetti westerns be the country sort of vibe. How do you get spaghetti western as a musical choice? Then they go, "Oh well, you know, we decided to do spaghetti western because it um it's a bit different. You know, we're trying to do something a bit different. And <laughs> the different way of doing it was putting a classical film elements." Into a musical choice, and I was like, "Oh fuck off, you <laughs> bunch of flogs! You have not." And then, then, they, then they describe me Spaghetti Western synth pop 
That's our actual term. Like, yeah, absolutely wrecked. We could have a merger with these lads. Oh, mate. You know what you should do? Just If you're the Fletcher Pains listening in, it might not have been you guys. We'll apologise. It's not. I know you guys have a random name, which is actually a pretty funky name because it might be the Fringe Pains. I don't, th- I don't think it was. It was some weird band. And it had this weird song title. I can't remember what it's called. It was just strange. Yeah, right. Um, now, I'm going to play another oh, little bit God. of audio. What now? Uh, this is just something oh, for us to talk about. No, I'm not stitching you up again. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, let's have a listen to this, because this is quite weird. Um, then we're going to have a chat about it. Found yeah. on Facebook. It was via SBS, so thank you to SBS for the audio. Let's, First broadcasting service. Let's have a listen to this. In the suburbs of Little Rock, 27-year-old Dave is infatuated with balloons. The best way to protect it is underneath the shirt, and you feel the balloon right there with you. It feels so close, and you feel so warm, and you feel so... I mean, your heart just just reaches out to this beautiful, beautiful balloon. Yeah, I think we heard enough of that. Is, um, he, is, is he high? Look, let, we won't be too harsh, because I don't know if maybe he has something wrong I with him. I think he does, but... but it's a concern. If you can go have a look at the video, like, this guy's in love with balloons. Um, now, he, like, hugs them, kisses them. I I just find it extremely fucking weird. In a way, why, like, in actual fact, why would SBS, I understand doing documentaries and stuff on these weird things, um, but why would they decide to um, do a documentary on this because in a sense people are going to be on their phones keyboard warriors are out there and all that if he does something wrong with him they shouldn't actually be showing that yeah well, I don't know maybe he might not he might not he might not and we I don't know the full story you don't know the full story it's like I mean it's like these it's like this um this this weird obsession thing like you've seen the weird obsession I mean you've also got like extreme couponing out there which is cooked but that's that's in its own in its own sort of category yeah. you mean that's like... that's in its own category and then, um, obviously, you've got... So, another documentary which was on uh, one of the TV channels on Foxtel. Um, TLC, as it's called. It's, it's good for some of these things. But another one they had was um, somebody was attracted to their car. Somebody else was attracted to roller... Bl- roller bl- not roller skates. Um, uh, oh, what are those things called? Jesus Christ. Yeah, all those sort of things. So, um, yeah. It's basically, there's a little thing that, I know there's a little condition that's out there called something like that, but but I guess if the balloon's going to give you some action, why not? <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> Who's just sitting and going, oh yeah, I love a good balloon. I mean, have you, have, have, I like have, it under my shirt if you're close. Have you looked at a balloon, mate? Have I looked at a balloon? Mm. Yeah, they're it, brown. It, 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 it pretty darn good. <laughs> <laughs> you're a flog. You're a flog, brother. I... I mean, just, just, just that, just that, just that latex. <laughs> balloons, are, balloons are good to have for parties. Balloons are good to kick around like a football in the house because he can't break. Could you anything. imagine though, if it's if he's if he's getting all like into the balloon, and then it just pops? Yeah, well, does he get distraught when they go like what about when they run out of air? He blew up. If you ever, he blows them up pretty big. Like I'm talking like beach ball size. <laughs> he smashes them open. They were he? big. <laughs> Like they weren't I, just your regular side balloon. I wonder if I wonder if you use <laughs> You're right there. I wonder I wonder I wonder how he uses helium on the balloon then. If 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 it's his way of getting even more <laughs> well, He said it's a non sexual romantic relationship. Oh, okay. Um sure it is. I don't know. But yeah. no, but seriously though, like 
go check this out because I think the I think the guy has got he's not quite don't be horrible because he's not quite all there, but it's just unfortunate. Like I don't know, it's just it's weird. It's very strange. It's a very strange it's thing. Fair. Um, couple of f- final things I want to talk about just before we go. Okay. I know I've talked about it a little bit already. I wanted to mention Collingwood winning the game yesterday and they're freaking the finals. Matt, I fucking get it. <laughs> Collingwood in the finals. Congratulations. <laughs> you know, like I'll, fuck Mason Cox stand out. <laughs> I did not Collingwood. I wanted to see about Mason Cox. <laughs> I, now, <laughs> now <laughs> Mason Cox cops a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. No, seriously, yeah, he does. Do you? This is my opinion. If Mason Cox was Australian. Do you think he would get as much attention or following as he currently does? I don't think he would. He wouldn't get as much following. He probably would get more. He'd get more criticism. I don't reckon. No, I reckon he get. I reckon he cops more criticism because he's American. Not 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 in a racist way. Just because he's more noticeable because it's 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 different. He's a face of the AFL going of America. Yeah, Um, that's what I think. How was I'm thinking of it the other day though. What about, what about like Mike Pike when he played for the Swans? He was a Canadian yeah. rugby player at the time, and he came over and played AFL footy. Yeah, he never got much criticism. He didn't. I know. I just I, he the different. I don't know. Is it because I he think, was a defender? Maybe. I feel like Mason Cox is actually a decent footballer. Cox a lot more than he deserves. Yeah, yeah. Personally, yeah. He kicked six in the space of three weeks. He has played very good since coming back into the side. Plus, bringing it to ground. I think Colin undefeated since he's been back, isn't he? Lost one game to Brisbane, which we should have won. Yeah, sure, we won that game. That was just that was yeah, that was a game you should not have lost that one. Um, um but yeah, yeah I, I do agree with you. I think he has copped a bit more than what he should have. I think that I will he be there next year? He's signed a new contract, hasn't he? Yeah. So I think he's triggered a one-year extension. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. already got a year extension. So looking forward to seeing how big Mason will go there next season. There is one question I want to ask you because obviously they're doing all the renegotiations of contracts. Caniglio. Mm. What about the Giants next year? Well, he's already got a long-term contract, but I mean, he signed he six years. Got dropped. He got dropped as a captain. And it's... the thing is, there's more to that than meets the eye, in my opinion. Because I was talking to this to Isaac Miller off the Isaac Miller Vigilant Scrolls. Yeah. At the station yesterday. And if you look at his face, it looks very dejected. Now, I understand it be, would be hurt because he's a captain of the side and getting obviously dropped. Yeah. But I reckon that there's something more to it because he just doesn't... It's hard to judge. He just doesn't seem really all there at the moment. Real yeah, heart not... on his sleeve type stuff. And I reckon that somewhere along the line, somebody has... I don't know if he's kind of falling out with someone at the club or something like that. I Maybe. just... Reckon that I just—he's a player you don't drop. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, especially he's your captain. And they and they need they need Caniglio on the weekend against. Oh, Melbourne. of course they did. They of need that they um, extra leadership. So I reckon that I reckon, hey, if he wants to come back home, I'm pretty sure <laughs> Eagles and Free would take him. Well, more so Free because Eagles don't probably have a salary cap for him. But drastic move. Mm-hmm. Caniglio retires from AFL to pursue the cricket dream. Do you know what? <laughs> You might be taking the piss there, but that actually wouldn't surprise me. Because he was a good cricketer, wasn't he, growing he up? Was. He was. Very, yeah, very good cricketer, Brilliant. allegedly. Um, actually, you just never might know. Might be breaking news story out of Sydney in the next couple of months. <laughs> Canelio <laughs> signs with the Sydney Thunder. Maybe. Can't make it in the scorches. <laughs> oh, might be. Uh, maybe. Yeah, anywhere. Maybe. Who yeah, knows? Anywhere. Who knows? That's right. Who knows? I mean, Ash Barley could do it. Like, she's played so many different sports. She did. She did. Yeah. Um, obviously, she's pulled out of the French Open as well, which is coming up. Yeah, yeah. So they, she they won't be able to defend a crown. 
<laughs> you right there? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to emphasise the words. Like, there he is, Mason Cox! <laughs> the big American! One bounce, two. <laughs> I wish I had the audio. I'm, I'm getting that up. Oh. No, I've got it. I'll get it. I'll get it up. But, so... That's the, the the most exciting thing for me about that Mason Cox goal. Yeah, yeah. Is that it's not it's not the um first time he's done it. He did it against Geelong a couple of years ago, the bouncing goal, and he's done it again. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't yeah, it? I would say one thing about Cox, he needs to be more consistent. That's the only area of I've got with him. Fair enough. He just needs to be a bit more consistent as a um like he's playing well. I'm not, I'm not gonna, never going to say anything against bad against him because he's he plus he's a foreigner that learned the game. He's yeah. learned the AFL footy. Let's have, let's have a listen to the the big moment. As it unfolded last night against the Suns. Wowee, Mason! Speaking of which, Hudson, Anthony Hudson. Yeah. I reckon he was an underrated commentator in the Good league. Good commentator. Very I underrated. like what he dishes up. Yeah, he's very good. He's a very good commentator. I actually, I actually think. Sometimes he's better than Brian Taylor. In my yeah, opinion. I don't, in my I don't, opinion. They're, they're, they're quite equal, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dwayne Russell's an interesting one. Don't know how about Phil, Phil with his commentary. He says some trash. Absolute shit sometimes. His favourite slogan is, Oh, baby! Oh, baby! He's <laughs> too. What thoughts on Bruce? He can, he's just I don't mind him. He's all right. On and off. Yeah. It's just weird. Obviously, the, the, the best one, of, in my opinion, of all Tommy had can't go past Dennis. Come yeah, in. I like that. Yeah, he's he's Perth boy. Born and bred. Look, personally, I'm a Mark Soderstrom fan. So. Mark Soderstrom, the South Australian. No, I don't know. He'd bound How about right the Baz, the big Baz? Basil Zemplis was quite a good commentator. Yeah, actually, he's not too bad. He copped it a lot. Oh, a lot good, good play-by-play commentator. He's a very good opinion. commentator. Um, you know what we should do? I reckon, a warm-up. We should do a commentator eliminator. Oh, maybe. That'd be all right. Get a, get a group going and just put them all against each other, like the WA group sort of thing, and then say, which is the best commentator or play-by-play commentator or... Bound your eye in the AFL. Now, one thing I want to reveal. God, here we go. Next podcast. Mm-hmm. Get excited. And a brand new guest coming in. Who is it? I won't reveal anything yet. But a brand new guest next episode. Looking forward to that. So, I won't reveal anything. We're done for today. It's been a pleasure having oh, you good on. Good tease, mate. Good tease. No worries, mate. Good luck this weekend. Big games. Obviously, Port and the Pies are facing off. On the Eagles. Monday. It's always Monday night coming. I don't get the point in that this week, but anyway. Yep. Big game, uh, nonetheless. Eagles are facing North on Thursday night. And, of course, Fremantle. Big game against the Dogs, which I think Frio will ruin the Dogs' chances of the finals this weekend. You reckon Frio will knock them off? Wowee, you heard it here first. Thanks for listening to Matt Chats. We'll see you later. And that is all from Matt Chats for this week. Remember, leave a rating, leave a review. Hit that subscribe button, do what you got to do. I'll see you next time. Have a good one.